Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. Hello, my dear friends. Welcome to this new broadcast. I'm so thankful that I can share the word of our Father with you. If you would listen to one of my previous broadcasts entitled, The Power Belongs to God, it would serve as a great introduction to this message, The Power of the Holy Spirit. But even without that message, this message will stand by itself. But in that other message, The Power Belongs to God, I also give a great testimony of a miracle God did for my wife and I pray especially at the ending for miracles in your life. I know it's a message that will bless you and it's based upon Psalm 62 verse 11 where it says God has spoken once twice I heard it that the power belongs to God. Yes the power does belong to God and we're going to speak about the power of the Holy Spirit right now. Oh, we need to dive into this message because there's lots to say about it. You know, there are outward, visible things where we can see the power of the Holy Spirit at work. There are also inward, hidden things where the Holy Spirit works, but we must acknowledge it's Him that is doing the working and doing the changing and doing the renewing and the restoring. And you can see that power by the effect it has on us, by the change it brings in our life. And we can see the power of the Holy Spirit when we look to other people and we can see what He has done in them. Oh, hallelujah, for the millions around the world that have received a miracle in their life, a miracle of change. Oh, they're not who they used to be anymore. But, well, we'll get to that by the ending, I hope, or today or next time. But four outward, visible, manifest signs that the power of the Spirit is strong, is mighty, is working, has worked is working, will work. We need it to work, yeah, the Holy Spirit. We can see it in creation works. We can see it in resurrection works, number two. We can see it in works of attestation or witness, works of witness. And number four, we can see it in works of grace. Oh, hallelujah for that. The Spirit has manifested its omnipotent power in creation works. You know, it was the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit that were all together. I know we say three in one, one, but three. This is something that goes beyond our human capability to fully understand. I know there are some people who think they can, well, set it so aside that you can fully understand how the triune God works, how the Trinity works, but you know, in one way there's enough there that we can grasp a little of it, but it is by faith that you take a hold of it and not by your knowledge that you can fully explain it. It is a matter of faith. It is a matter of faith. It says in Job 26, verse 13, By his spirit he has garnished the heavens. His hand has formed the crooked serpent. Oh, you know, the Holy Spirit was there in the beginning. It was there before anything was. He was part of the power, part of the triune God that made it all into being. 
The Holy Spirit has a place there. The Holy Spirit has power there. I don't want to separate the three, but yet the Bible gives us clear understanding of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And I want to speak about the power of the Holy Spirit. It says in the Bible that He has garnished the heavens. It says by His Spirit, He has garnished the heavens and has formed the crooked serpent. Now, well, crooked serpent in many different um, translations of the Bible, in many different languages, it is translated in different ways. But the crooked serpent is a star constellation. Yes, if you will look it up, you will find it. You know, there are many star systems, clusters of stars, and we see them around the heavens. They don't change. They're in certain shapes and forms. And it is through those stars that God is telling a story to us, is telling truth to us. And it is through the Spirit. Also, the Spirit had a role, a place there, that those stars came to its place because it's God who put them in its place. And it's God who is keeping them in their place. And it says here, he formed the crooked serpent, which is one of those constellations, one of those star systems that are a witness for generations already. Oh, and the Bible says it's through the Spirit that this happened. I like it if you will go with me to the beginning. Now, why did I start with Job? Many believe Job to be the first book of the Bible that was written, but it is so clearly there. Also, if you read more of Job, but let's go to Genesis chapter one. It says in verse two, and the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep and the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. You know, in past, when I was small and I read those verses about creation, about the spirit of God, or in my mind I saw this great vast ocean wild waves going to and fro, and then the Holy Spirit as a dove, because you know, in my mind I had a dove, and the dove was like a little kite that was above those wild waters of the earth. But I'm so thankful that I got corrected in that image because that is not the right image to have because it's not the truth. It's not a big earth and a small Holy Spirit. No, the picture that God wants us to have here is that the dove is sitting on its egg just like uh, the earth would be so small compared to the dove. It's the other way around. It's not a big world and a small spirit. It's a small world and a big spirit, hallelujah. He fills the universe. Oh, there was this one man who asked and said, well, if you can tell me where God is, I will give you a 10 euro note. But you know, the man answered, he says, well, I'll give you a hundred euro if you can tell me where he's not. God is everywhere, hallelujah. And he fills the universe and the universe exists inside of him. He is in the past, he is in today, he's in the future. He is in the, on the left, he's on the right, he's everywhere, hallelujah. And thank God, praise the Lord. He is also in the believer, he is in us, he is in me, I'm alive in him. Oh, praise the Lord for that. But you know, that earth was without shape, it says, without form. It was void, it was dark, there was chaos. It had been created, but it was there in a way that it didn't have its shape or form yet. And then the Holy Spirit 
came. And as a way of picturing it, it took this mass that we call earth, that we call world, that was in chaos, that was disruptive, that was without form, in darkness. And the Spirit took that mass and put it in his bosom and surrounded it completely. And while that mass was in his bosom, he created it and made it into the shape and into the form that it was supposed to be according to the plan of God. The Spirit of the Lord was over this world. The creative power of God was there through the Holy Spirit shaping it, making it, forming it. Oh, hallelujah, to know that we serve a big God. We serve a mighty God. And the power of the Holy Spirit is so much bigger than we might think or that we believe or that we could imagine. And believe it for your life. Believe the power of the Spirit is mighty in you and through you. Oh, so many stories to prove that. Well, talking about the creative power of the Spirit. Think of this in Luke chapter 1, verse 35. The angel of the Lord was there with Mary. Oh, I like this. Oh, (laughs) I get so excited about this, you know. Oh, for years and years, thousands of years, the prophecy was there that the Son of God would come. But for us, it's clear now. But for many, it was behind the veil that they couldn't fully comprehend it or understand it. But God had promised a deliverer. And then, oh, at that moment in time that was the peak of time, Suddenly, the angel comes down, and he comes down to that simple girl, that simple virgin, and he steps in her room, and she is amazed by the presence of the angel, the archangel of the Lord, who is shining bright there, and who is speaking to her, and she asks, well, how will this happen? Because he just told her that in her womb would be the deliverer of all of mankind, the one who would give life to all, the one who would carry all our sin and all the curse and the punishment upon the curse and bring us forgiveness and redeem us. And then it says in verse 35 of chapter one of Luke, and the angel answered and said unto her, the Holy Ghost shall come upon you and the power of the highest shall overshadow you. And therefore also that holy thing which shall be born in you shall be called the Son of God. Oh, dear friends, listen to this. This virgin, she asked, how will I be pregnant? Will it go according to the ways of man? Well, we know how you become pregnant, don't you? You know how you get pregnant. The man and the woman come together. The seed comes to the egg, etc., etc. I don't have to do some explaining about that. I guess you know all about these things. But she was wondering. I believe this promise. I believe that that child of God will be born and that it will be born through me. But what must I do? How it will happen? And the angel said, you don't have to do anything. You just need to open yourself up and receive him, the Holy Spirit, and he will come in your womb. And in your womb, he will create 
a perfect body for the Lord Jesus to come into and to be born in flesh. And Jesus, he stepped out of eternity and he stepped into that body that was formed by the Holy Spirit and became flesh and lived and dwelt among us. Oh, hallelujah. What a mighty, mighty miracle this is. The power of the Holy Spirit creating a body in the womb of that virgin, making it ready and ripe for Jesus to step out of eternity because, well, that was not the moment that he came alive. He was before the earth was. Through him, all things have been made that are made. But he stepped out of eternity, stepped into that body, into that womb of that virgin. And so he became flesh Or remember on the Mount of Transfiguration, for a moment that flesh was peeled away, that flesh vanished, and out came all the glory of heaven and the light of heaven that was dwelling in that flesh. But we read about the creative power of the Holy Spirit. Well, a second manifestation of the Spirit's power is to be found in the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, if you read the Bible and read the different verses, some verses will tell you it's through the power of the Father that he was raised out of the dead. In other parts you will read it was Christ who rose up out of the grave. And in other parts you will read it's through the power of the Holy Spirit. It's not so strange what I'm telling you. Because remember in Genesis in the beginning it says, And God said, Let us make man. Let us. Oh, it's three. It's one. Oh, just receive it by faith and know that that power is available to you. The power of the Holy Spirit. I like what 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 18 says, it says, For Christ also has once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened, or in other words, but made alive, but quickened by the Spirit, with a capital S. Here it gives that Verse, and we believe the Bible to be all truth. And it says he was put to death in the flesh, but he was quickened by the Spirit. Oh, that body was dead in that tomb for three days. It was laying there. Blood was not streaming. Heart was not pumping. Nothing was working in that body anymore. If you would pick up his hand and move it up, it would drop back down again. No muscle, no nerve. Nothing was alive or working or functioning. But when the time came for Jesus to come out of that grave, he came into that body once again. And through the power of the Spirit, that body was quickened. That body was made alive again. The heart started to pump again. The blood started to flow again. Muscles started to move again. And he rose up out of that grave, out of that tomb and came walking out in life, in glory. Oh, hallelujah. It was the father who raised him. Yes, it was the son who had all freedom to live once again. Oh, because he did that mighty miracle for us. He died in our place, but it was also through the power of the Holy Spirit that that body was quickened. If he quickened the body of Jesus, he can quicken your body, my friend. If your body is weak and feeble, if things are not functioning right anymore, believe today in the 
power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, as he created that body, he can also quicken that body as he was there to put the stars in its place and garnish the heavens. Oh, so he can also come into your life and he can do wonders to put things in its place. It says in Romans 8 verse 11, But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead, you hear it? It says the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. He has raised up Christ from the dead. Shall he also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwells in you? Oh, hallelujah. That same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is in you. It is in me. It is in the believer. It is in the born again believer. And that same spirit will quicken us and make us alive. Well, there is more to say about this subject. But I think I've said enough today that I can pray with you. Join me in another broadcast that we will go a little deeper even into this message and even make it more practical for what it can do in your life. But today, my dear friend, oh, that body of yours, oh, through the power of the Holy Spirit must come alive. But not only your body, also that spirit man who is dead in sins. If you never ask Jesus to be your savior, if you never ask the father, the creator, who wants to be your father, to forgive you and to make you alive in him, oh, then you are dead in sin, dead in guilt, and the wrath of God is upon you, and the curse is a hold of you, and the devil is your master. Oh, but today, 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 my dear friend, oh, the father is there wanting, longing to deliver you of death. Oh, maybe this earthly body we will lay down, but this spirit man, if it is been made alive through the power of the Holy Spirit. It will live for eternity with him and it will not go to hell and eternal damnation. Oh, my dear friend, receive Jesus. He is the link. He is the door. He is the one through whom we can come to the Father. He is the one through whom the Father sends the power of the Spirit to us and baptizes us in the power of the Spirit. It is through his blood that was shed for us that we can receive remission, forgiveness of sin, and eternal life. Oh, receive it today, and all other sorts of miracles. My dear friend, put your hand on your heart. Maybe you're sitting in the car. If possible, just put the car on the side of the road. Oh, find a place safe where you can pray. Maybe at home, and maybe in a friend's house, wherever you are. Oh, don't be afraid today, but put your hand on your heart. And just pray this simple prayer with me and say, Oh God, I come to you in Jesus' name. Oh, I believe that you made all things and that you also made me. But Lord, I am dead in sins. Oh, sins have come upon me from my forefathers and also my own life. I have committed sins and and there's nothing I can do to wash myself clean, but I believe in the Son. I believe in Jesus Christ that he came to take my guilt, my shame, my sin and nailed it upon the cross. Oh, I don't fully understand how it all works, but I believe it and receive it right now that through Jesus and his accomplished work, 
I can receive forgiveness of sin. And I ask you, Father, cleanse me and make me alive through the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, Lord, make me to be born again. Write my name in the book of life. Receive me as your son, your daughter, that I may receive you as my heavenly Father. Make me alive through the power of the Holy Spirit and do all other sorts of miracles in my life that I need. I believe it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 